Hello, listeners. This is International Shells. I just wanted to drop in really quickly before the episode begins to let everyone know there were a number of technical difficulties that took place in this episode. And there is an obscene amount of profanity. So, if you are a person that usually listens to this show, with your children I don't recommend that <laughs> unless you just don't mind what your kids hear but there was a lot of open unfiltered conversation in this episode and I just want to let you all know ahead of time before you put this in your vehicles with the surround sound before you play this while you're cooking before you play this while homework is being done, before you play it, period. Just letting you know, there's a lot of strong content and a lot of strong language in this episode, and there were some technical difficulties, and I actually do address it during the episode, but it's never happened before, so this is just me warning you ahead of time. It's a great episode, if I do say so myself but I just want to let you all know straight up what you have ahead of you but there's awesome content throughout this entire show so please relax enjoy and as always thank you for listening Hello. Hello. Hello, 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 listeners. Thank you for listening into the International Shells Show. This is International Shells. And I have a special show. T- I always say that, but this one is super special to me because I'm speaking with one of my favorite people. She's no stranger to the show. I got my birthday twin on with me. What's good with you, Steph? You're making me blush. <laughs> I'm your favorite person. Um, you're one. You're one of. I like to think I'm the only one, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Girl, (laughs) come on now. You gonna hear me? (laughs) What's good with you, girl? How are you? Happy New Year. Happy late Christmas. Happy late Kwanzaa. All the above. All good stuff. I don't celebrate any of them except for the new year. Thank and you for I waking get, me up. How you being? I get two but... new years. So, one. <laughs> In case I messed up the first one. Ah, uh, well, happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> Fantastic. Again, you know, I sorted you out because I wanted us to have just girl a serious sit down and talk you know I really really value how you feel about things especially how you express yourself I respect the fuck out of you you know that already so we'll just we're gonna have a really gritty real life untampered with unfiltered conversation about literally what is going on in America because Mm -hmm. girl there's plenty going on (sighs) and I feel so freaking it's girl <laughs> you know. yeah. uh, what the where, where do we begin where do we begin alright but you know what 
I want us to get a crisp, clean start with a full segment, but I just wanted to let you know to get gather your thoughts, get them in a row, because we're going to cover a lot. You ready um, for me? I mean, are you, are they ready for us? I you know they're never ready for us come on now let's get real now i already see the look on your face over there come on who's ready for who's ready for an 11 15 vet come on now (laughs) (laughs) give me a sec i'll be right hello Yes, Steph. Yes, yes, yes. So, let's start with some of the headlines. From today, from going yesterday, right from, from what? Girl, we can take it up. Yo, we can start from roughly a year and a half <laughs> ago, but let's try to keep it all. Let's try to keep it a little bit in like some digestible yeah. bites yeah. for the people. So, let's talk about the... To me, I think like one of the biggest headlines right now would be the shutdown. The the shutdown or the pending uh, SNAP benefits about to cut off. Oh. Oh, Or the fact that domestic violence shelters have already lost resources that they need. Or that the VAWA Act, which is the Violence Against Women Act, expired on January 1st. Or the, like, it's just, there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot. You can speak to that particular things. I would like to think a lot better than I can because all I hello, yes, that's right. I'm back. Blame T Mobile, T Mobile. T-Mobile. You see, and I used to talk so much craziness about T-Mobile in my days, y'all. I used to be like, yo, you're only one step above Metro people. Type ass phones, trying to throw them in the drain ass people. So it is what it is. So I got more respect for you than that. I thought they, you know, fixed up their service a little better than that. But you were just mentioning a lot of very valuable information and a lot of valuable avenues that you can go through to explain to the people a little better what's literally happening right now with this shutdown and the different things that are being shut down please mm-hmm. can you explain um so nothing nothing is shutting down yet but resources the money the funding is is depleting so dv shelters the the resources that were connected with vawa so um i know in new york family justice center just vital resources that were being funded and you know domestic violence is an extra fund um because it's specifically for domestic violence um but i can't i I don't want to spew details that i'm not 100 percent about because i don't work in a dv shelter but what i can share Okay, I hope third time is a charm because this pissed me off. <laughs> well, you were saying you didn't want to speak out of turn about certain things, but right. You were so, so, but what I um, so I work in a family shelter, so I have I haven't seen it yet, but 
Um, basically, clients have been coming to us, the case managers, and showing us letters from HRA. And HRA is telling them that they're going to get their February um, SNAP money in, on January 20th. And they need to budget their money that they're going to get because they're not sure when the government is going to be um, running again. And right. uh, and if it's not going to be running for, I don't know, another three months, they need to make those that money last. And come on, some of my clients, A, don't get food stamps or they get $50 because their income is um, enough. So that's all they get. Or they have a family, it's five people, and all they get is $300. And for me and you, that might be a sufficient amount. But when you're feeding yourself and three kids and growing kids, $300 a month is not going to help and you have no other income. So not only, not only the food stamps, because, okay, let's just say food stamps cuts off. Then what's the next step? You got to go to pantries. But pantries get their resources from funding so pantries right. are going to start depleting then what they're people are you know it, it's it's crazy this shit is gonna walking dead every fucking person for themselves type shit I'm telling yeah. you I just, I just can't believe this shit is happening right now it's gonna be some nomads type bullshit going on like people really think that it's not gonna get this serious and you're you're the source where I'm glad I'm glad for many reasons that I'm speaking to you right now but you can speak directly from those people who are being affected like you see it you literally work mm -hmm. with them every day and it's like this is the shit that they're not making mention of when you have all these crazy on the news, if I hear one more freaking word about this talk, because it, the people who are being affected don't even know that the this is the kind of quote-unquote news that's being discussed in the mainstream. They have no idea that they're not being right. talked about. Their situation is not being talked about. And it's just disgusting. Right. It's disgusting, girl. Who would have known that regular news would have turned into a right. reality show? so but so yeah so things are gonna deplete what's gonna happen like you said it's gonna be the walking dead people are gonna start looting people are gonna start you know like every man for themselves you know i hope it doesn't get to that point because you know that's gonna take two months probably um but it's just he he's gonna he's creating a human rights crisis and mm. it's I post literally today just posted a Facebook status and I said it's funny to me how the majority of these idiots that voted for this guy are gonna be the ones mm. that will be affected. I read that because yep. we live in New York City, so we only see yep. what what's here. And a lot of people have this that people of color are mostly on public assistance. And it's mm -hmm the nationwide white people are the most so the idiots that voted for him in the south yep. and all the hillbillies and all these you know confederate flag loving people are gonna get their food cut off mm. and now they're gonna start to care because before all these problems that you know people are protesting and pre people are kneeling for and people are doing all these um uh, 
are for things that affect them or that they care that affects other people. The other, you know, the ones down south, they don't give a fuck. They don't care about brown people or black people or whoever. But now it's gonna affect them, and now they're gonna start feeling it. And I don't feel bad, but I do because you know I don't want anyone to starve. But still, you did this. We don't. You we don't. This. But you know what? Things had to be put. Things had to be put into perspective because just like you just said, no one cares until it reaches their front like, I door. Hate that. No I one hate, cares. Like, it's ugh. fucked up, but this is the truth. No one cares until it affects them directly. And here we are, situation where even Chappelle had like a, his stand-up, and he that was like one of his main jokes that stood out to everyone. He was there, I think he was in some odd city. He was like, let's just say Nebraska. And he was like, you know, it doesn't make sense how, you know, you people support Trump, and you guys are all, you know, this is our guy, but you guys are idiots. He goes, you, you guys are ridiculous. He goes, he doesn't support you. He supports me. You're right. poor. It's real right. shit. And even he doesn't fuck with him, considering, you know what I'm saying? It's just, girl, it, people, this is like a, a horrible four-part series to a horror movie that's real. It's, it's, this shit is it's ridiculous. A, it's, it's one of those horror movies that's so bad that it's good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yo, Steph, Steph, this shit is Sharknado. <laughs> I've never seen it, but yeah, exactly. Neither have I, but just listen exactly. to the name. It's like, you know it's going to be bad, but you need, you have to see it. And you kind of have to laugh. Because at this point, yeah. I kind of, not that I'm laughing, but it's either that or fall into or you fall into a depression. Um, and, mm -hmm. you know, because I was thinking about this today. I said, you know, we protested and we're banning and we're this and we're that and we're hashtagging. But I feel like what has changed like what you know he's mm -hmm. not impeached and the fact is i feel like we can't do anything because he still has support from the republicans so we can do all this until the republicans start pushing against him we can't do shit and and, and but this is the thing didn't go ahead go. no yeah, i was gonna go say go i'm just keep thinking can you just imagine if Obama did not 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 even all of this because he wouldn't have survived all this. He, he would have been shot or Steph. impeached. Steph, but they already had shit mocking this dude for shit. They already had mock hangings yeah, and little yeah, dolls hanging yeah. from shit. They did all this and he didn't do 2% of the fuck shit that's going on here. And again, when it comes to the topic of Obama, granted, my guy, do I still think he's one of the most debonair, beautiful men I've ever seen in my life with a beautiful brain on top of it? Yes. Did he help us as a black community? I don't think so. When it comes down to it, yes, he did a lot, but he didn't do what I thought was going to happen. And that left me a little disappointed in certain areas because at the end of the day, when it comes to the house, his he didn't have a lot of say. And he, I'm not gonna front to you, when he was in office, and I knew about how things ran in government a little, but I didn't really learn about how it went and the fact that his thoughts and his things, ideas can be mm -hmm. vetoed. I didn't realize how serious that veto <laughs> hand was until he was in there. And he spoke about it yep. out in the open. And that's when I learned with his second term, I, cause I'm not gonna front to you. I'm not speaking for all black people. I'm not the delegate. We've spoken, we've talked about this before, but 
I'm not going to front to you. In our minds, a lot of people, no, I'm going to speak for Shelly Ann at this point. I partied in my mind for like the first two years of his mm-hmm. presidency. The first years of his first term, I, I, I partied in my head. But then you start looking at, okay, I'm, I'm looking to see some changes. What's going on now? That was the whole slogan too, was change, what's up? And you weren't seeing it. Then when the second term came, and then he started talking about it. He's like, look, if you think X, Y, Z, LML, but he wasn't copping, please. He was just saying it straight out. Like he says that he wanted to like sometimes go against the grain just so they can vote against it. Like he wanted to say he wanted things to happen that the Republicans wanted just so he can watch them cringe at denying it. Just That's how hard they were like going right. against him. And it was to the point where it's just, you know, now that I see Pelosi is there and she's like superwoman, what's she like 85, 89 years old? She's out there like, look, fuck this. I'm out here. I'm, I'm, I'm out in these streets. Granted, they took over the mm-hmm. house now, yeah? But at the end of the day, how long will it take for the old behaviors well, to change? L- look like- at what just happened. Two bills were tried to pass by Democrat, the House, and it got shut down because they didn't get two-thirds vote to reopen government. It got 200, I believe, 287 votes and 187 no. And I want to say that the 187, the majority, are Republican. So, yeah. Yo. Yo, listen. Listen. First off, it's any time that you're alive is a great time to be alive. Mm -hmm. Let's be clear. I was going to say, but I never thought that I would ever see something like this happen. I never thought. I don't know, but this is some shit that's too reminiscent of like, do you remember? Well, you're, I know you're younger (laughs) than me, but there was a movie that called Naked Gun. Okay. Oh, it's it's a comedy, right? It's a comedy. Right. He was like the American. Yes. My dad used to watch it when I was a kid. And I used well, my people used to watch it. My uncle, whoever, my mother, whoever used to, used to watch it when I was a little girl too. But you would look at like how it was like arranged, and it would be a serious situation, kind of like a James yes, Bond kind of esque. Something where, it was like, yep. Oh. Remember when the bird went into the fan? Right? Uh, <laughs> yo, so you know where I'm going. With this. That's what our reality seems like yeah. right now. Yeah, that's what this seems like. None of this shit seems real. Yeah. None of it seems. real. We're going to get into the behaviors that he's displaying out loud and proud because I don't want to ruin the flow of this particular episode because I already went over what we're going to do here. But it blows my mind that there are certain people that really don't see this shit is not fucking normal. Real people are being affected. Because it's not affecting them. Babes, Florida, where are we? But... But the wall got funded in oh, 20, shit. $20 million, I think, in a week or something. For a fucking wall. For for a wall. Wait, wait, wait. For a wall that they already found an underground drug tunnel. And also, I was talking to my mom about this. I said, you know, you, yeah. you dig under. And my mom goes... You go through Canada. She goes, then you got to close that. You got to close the ports. You got to close the airports. Like, there's no, this, this is bullshit. It's just fucking bull. And I, this is what we were talking about at work today. Not that I would respect him as a person, but I would respect him a little more if he was just outright what he is. I would like him to say, I'm a racist. 
And this is why I want the wall because I don't want dirty Mexicans in my country because that's what he's thinking. He already he already accused them of being um, rapists and thieves. Something. Yes. Yes. Yep. I think you left out a few, but I think the main ones was that thing. You're hiring rapists for the Supreme Court, and you're a rapist yourself. Mm -hmm. But the but the immigrants that are coming here to work for five dollars you know doing things that we don't even want to do to send money back home for their family but yes but yeah they're okay sure that's it that's like has been waving this for a very long time some of the people their pants down are a lot of republicans that are out there in the house and we saw that during the whole kavanaugh debacle we saw that we saw that out there and they're like, we can't fucking believe this dude is out here literally representing us. I fear for us as a country because I know the people on the outskirts are looking at us like, look mm-hmm. at them. Do you remember once upon a time? And you you can read about it because I'm not gonna front to you. Throughout my whole life, they've been jam-packing a bunch of unuseful information into my head about this, com- this country that has nothing to do with me and what my actual past has nothing about my past. I've learned about this country's past and all I've learned is the country as a whole has behaved the way this jerk has been behaving to us, to everyone else. To other for centuries. For them, all those other people who have been, all those other countries have been pushed and shoved and have been afraid of us. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we have different countries who have not missed a beat. They're still on point. Their armies are still strong. They haven't, they haven't slipped at all. Wow. Look at them. And I'm just thinking that if it's not going to be a situation where it's going to be like a nomads running around, stabbing people, trying to take what they need type walking dead, it's going to be a situation where somebody tries to conquer us. Yeah. I, feel, I know it sounds far fetched. No, no, no. It's not. Be in charge. No, you're, I literally, I told you, I had a conversation at work about this. I said, we are literally sitting with our legs wide open right now with the government shut down. (laughs) I'm serious because I don't remember what branch of the, of, of the. I'm back. Okay, so anyways, the Coastal Guard, I looked it up. The Coastal Guard is not getting paid. So the Coast Guard not getting paid, TSA not getting paid, Um, what else? So we're basically opening up all of, oh, a man got onto an an airplane with a gun. So now there's gonna be inside domestic terrorism and outside, so I don't understand. And oh, the FDA is not working. So now we're going to die of E. coli. The food or, is not being inspected. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, we just had an E. coli breakout. So we're going to have another, you know, some type of disease. Um, so it's like, you know, we were talking about the comedy and the funny, not funny, but I don't, I feel like we are literally going back to like 1920s where we're going to have ration cards. 
and it's and racism is outright that it's okay you know we're literally going back in time and when he said let's make america great again i always thought like when was america ever great for everyone collectively there's always been periods of time where america was shitty to one one race one ethnicity except for white people and i feel like that's what he meant let's make it go back there again because I asked everyone that voted for Trump. So we're going back to the ration lines of, you know, block cheese, no meat. And that's what's going to happen in a couple months if food stamps is going to get cut off. Real quick regular listeners they have never heard it neither have i and you've been on a couple of times and i'm sure you listen you've never heard this before i can't help but to think this is a setup oh i don't care how many times this shit cuts off we will not be silenced i'm gonna give you the platform say what you need to say because i want my people to hear it and i want them to hear it the way you're bringing it because it's uncut and raw you know what i mean and unfiltered fuck the government and fuck whoever's doing this I just want to put this out there because this can't be an accident. It doesn't happen. I was just talking about that he, that's the America, the great again that he wants to go back to. And what people don't think about is, you know, he's going to be gone in 2020. Your actions are going to be remembered with everybody, with your friends, with people, with family. And the fact that he, you know, not that he made people racist because, you know, he didn't turn all of a sudden. It's the fact that he made them so comfortable to come out. With doing their thing. And they're out. Yep. They've and always now, been there. what's going to happen when he's gone? What's going to happen when... But it's not that it's going to be mm-hmm. remembered. The results of the carnage that's mm-hmm. happening now. It's going to be here well into... And a child that's born now is going to end up being literally in their 20s and 30s and we're still going to be talking right. about this shit. It's ridiculous. And you were just mentioning about rationing cards and things like that. My God, they had children yep. in cages. Yeah, they still cages. do. People are, working, people are working for free right now. What do they call that again, Steph? Oh, um... Uh, what does that sound like? Oh, Working slavery. for free? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a brain fart. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this shit keeps on acting crazy, but the- some crazy. Believe this shit is going on. Like I said, are you there? Yeah, I don't care how many times this thing cuts off. We're gonna keep on trying. The information is too real. Okay, I'm back. It keeps. It, it, uh, I swear, it's 
FBI, CIA, I don't care. Whoever's listening. <laughs> all right? I hope you're enjoying this. For free, you rat fuck, because you're not getting paid unless you're doing something under the table, and we all know that's what's happening. Exactly. It is what it is, man. Listen, like I said, people are not going to believe this shit is really happening until they see the tanks rolling down yep. Fifth Avenue like yep. it's a parade. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uniform guards with the finger on the damn automatic trigger. That's when they're going to believe this shit. When Flatbush looks like Beirut. That's when... I feel like maybe this is Russia's way to get in. This is scary shit. And for the people who their minds are all clouded by drugs and alcohol and depression and all this other shit, all this is happening and they don't even know. And it's happening right here in Mm -hmm. plain sight. Right here. This shit is crazy. If we think that the different behaviors that's being displayed, I've never seen any sitting president in any footage that I've ever seen, whether it's here in the U.S. or anywhere else, I've never seen anyone have to be on a camera or sit down for a nas- an address or anything and have to plea with their people to let them know they're not a spy and they're not in right. cahoots with other people. I- I've never seen such a thing. I'm like, this is really naked gun part but, but you know, did Word he up. actually say that? Because I feel like he's never outright said that he wasn't. I just watched the fool a couple of days ago. He was standing. I don't know where the hell he was standing. Maybe it was the garden over there at the haunted house. I don't know. But he was there like, I never this and I never that. I'm like, you really copping a plea on the grass? What's going on? I've never seen such a thing. And, you know, well, speaking of things we've never seen, you're going to tell me national champions. (laughs) Speaking of rations. National champions went down to the haunted house to visit Cheeto and the crew. And you had the nerve, audacity, gall, and the gumption to feed mm-hmm. these kids some shit that they go and pick up after mm-hmm. a practice. And you not real? even that, but to tweet about it and brag that you about yes, how you paid wow. for it. Oh my God. And you're up the fucking money. From well, how much two hundred and fifty dollars you spent to a thousand dollars? Everybody know I haven't had McDonald's real talk in almost You're twenty years. I know for a fact you can get two Big Macs and a few things for like five dollars. Right. We seen a few trays, so he got to dress up the place and put a few candles but, on but the my table. What an insult! My question is, um, the White House house cooks. He couldn't have hired yes a bunch of chefs to cook something up for them. Or even used his own kit, like you know. And, and I, I still, I don't know what champions. I'm, I have no idea what they do. I didn't know what the hell they. I think it's oh, college okay, ball. Okay, I, I think it's college. That's a big deal. But I don't know. I don't pay attention. To what you said my, I know that's a big deal. My, <laughs> my question. My question, though, and I asked. I don't remember who I was talking to. I don't get how whoever goes to meet Trump, even though. They don't. Uh, they say, you know, I don't agree with him, but I met with him. How they don't spit at, spit in his face, or you know, curse him out. If I if I was to ever meet him, I'd be like, yeah, I want to meet him. I'd be like, fuck you and your small fucking penis and your small fucking hands, and you, that's it. And your small fucking mind. Because at the end of the fucking day, 
everyone is looking at it like they respect the office. That office ain't shit. The office has been shitted on for a very long time. There's no respect coming out of that oval anymore. He's but you know, fucking there. But the only thing, the only thing that he did, not on purpose, was to show the only good thing that that came out of this entire presidency, if you want to call it that, is that he proved that literally anyone, a block of cheese, can be a president. <laughs> because I would totally vote for a block of cheese at this point. <laughs> um, seriously, I'm not even kidding. Um, but so he opened up doors. Yo. Yo. And you wonder why certain people mistake you for being a Caribbean person. My girl said I'm a block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that so that's pretty much the only good thing that came out of this is that now I feel look I mean, look at the house. Look at how many women, look at how many minorities are now in mm. Congress because as a result of this. So that's mm-hmm. That's a good thing, right? The whole but situation. he didn't do it. But the, he didn't do it on purpose, so it doesn't really count. Listen, you got these kids. They went mm. down there. They thought. But my thing is, the and I think I I put this on my social media. The fact that he did actually put it under the video of that nonsense, and I said the only thing that came out of that was the fact that now we all know that everyone who decided not to go there, it was mm-hmm. the right decision. Because I don't think the menu would have been different if it was a no. professional set of mm-hmm. athletes in there. There wouldn't have been no damn difference. Can you imagine Steph Curry in there reaching <laughs> in for some nuggets? You for real, yo? You for real? He wouldn't have cared. It would have been the same shit. And people are looking at it like it's some kind of comic relief. For the most part, it's the kids in there videotaping like, I can't believe this. But- I, I know, but I, I still like, but you still win, but you still win. You still, what, the, again, with these particular people, these are kids. These are kids who are trying to elevate to another place in their young careers, well, turn their school life into a career. If they would have stood up for what was right and said, I'm not going, they may have been singled out by whoever their coaches are or whatever. They don't know what was going to happen with that. So if the majority of the team is going, they have to go. If it was a decision that the school made. Because at that point, they don't have any status for them to make any decisions and say, I'm not going. Look at what's happening to people saying, I'm not going. Or I'm not doing this. So at this point, they just won this championship, which looks good on their resume for wherever the hell they want to go afterwards. So if it, they don't know who's in charge, and if they, if their goal is to go and play professional football down there How at the damn, ironic, but go ahead. Down there at the damn slave circus, they, they not, <laughs> no, the coaches not, not, that's look not at funny, but... It's not funny, but it's <laughs> I'm not laughing right, at it. Right. It's just how ironic it. That they've got to bend over backwards because they know they're going into a, a ridiculous situation, even in their professional life with football. F- that sport is the single one that is reminiscent of slavery. But then, to me. but wait, but then take to what me. you're saying, and I understand that they're kids, but take what you're saying and think of look at Kaepernick. He's 
he stood yes. by himself no like that was that still is courageous so i i get it but it just takes that one person and i don't want to make excuses for the young kids anymore because they're the ones that are more um they're more activists and there's more um involvement this is true. and for all we know there probably right. are a few that didn't go they probably are because they, they're not going to mention that that would get more headlines right. than the damn burgers like, well, you know, even though they were there and they would probably have the ones that didn't go on camera and that right. would bring them a lot of attention. They wouldn't do that. We don't know. Maybe there are a few that did I not just, go. But for the ones I that- I can't imagine what it would be like to be there and, and feel uncomfortable because you know outright that you're not welcome there. Exactly. Like, that's so... I know that feeling. It's so uncomfortable. And... To, ugh, I don't know. I just yeah. All you can say with that is because everyone has felt like that at least mm-hmm. once or twice, or maybe more right. than that in their lives. I felt it more than a dozen right. times in my life to be in a place where mm-hmm. you know you're not welcome there, but at the end of the day mm-hmm. you keep a stiff upper lip, you hold your head up high because mm-hmm. you know who you are. And we we recently recently had a conversation mm-hmm. about a time when I had to right. do that, and it's right. tough. And I said to you, I felt like I compromised myself mm-hmm. a little, but to myself, I felt like that because right. of what was right. at stake. So we're, when we're talking about this NFL shit, I still don't know how to feel about it because I mentioned this on my very, very, very first podcast when it was just me by myself introducing what I wanted to do with this thing, with this vehicle. And I just, I still don't understand how we're here and we're like, oh yeah, cap this, cap that. And then I still, even I felt a way when the whole campaign came out with Nike. I still I felt away with that too in the end, mm-hmm. but that's another conversation. But I don't understand how people are still saying stand with Cap. Cap, Cap has never had an interview. Let's right. talk about it now. He's never had any formal interview. All this hoopla was going on around him. He was the face of the situation, but never spoke into an interviewer's face. Never even sat down with Oprah. Mm-hmm. You understand? Not not. None of that. If you're going to sit down and you want to be in a safe place, people want to go and talk to Oprah. They want to go talk to Sway. They want to go talk to some damn body. They want to go talk to Dom Lemon. Somebody. He hasn't spoken to anyone. Something is ill but, about that but, to me, but, but that's a whole nother. Is it because he hasn't gotten invited or because he doesn't want to? Oh, no, no. Okay, Loads so of people want to talk. Because I was just having a thought before. Going back to mm-hmm. the tweets. I... It bothers me, and this is just in general, when someone does something for someone else or nice or whatever the case may be, but then brags about it or expects something back, I don't like that. You don't do something to expect something. You don't brag about something. You don't give to charity and then post about it. And, you know, that's tacky to me. It's disgusting. Don't do anything for me if you got to tell everyone what you did. It's not coming from your heart. It's coming from a showing off place. When I see people do things like give people food and shit like that uh, and then videotape it while they... I cringe. It's I cringe. disgusting. I cringe. It's disgusting. Just like that Drake video when he had to post up how much money in the beginning of the video, he put up the number that he spent and then like, you know, smugly says don't say anything to the record company but this is what I did and you in a video that's gonna last forever you're presenting money to these people 
in this way. And these are clearly people who really need right. the help. So now for all time, it'll be there that this was, I mean, I understand it was a good gesture, but even in like, I speak to a lot of my clients and things like that. And in certain faiths, that's that's frowned upon. If you're going to do things like that, yep. certain things, you're supp- if yep. you really mean it, you don't, yep. no one's paying attention. Can you imagine what it's like to be on the receiving end of that and you got a camera I mean, it, it's just, I like you said, it's coming from a good place, but you're still using these people for, for something. Mm-hmm. You're using them to make yourself look good. And that's not what you know, donating or doing good things is about. So going back to, that's what I can't stand about Trump. Every time he does something, he brags about it. And he, you know, like I'm the greatest person. Now, going back to what you were saying that you feel a way about Cap not interviewing. Now, my view of it is it's because he does not want to profit off of it. And he doesn't, he's not doing it for the publicity. You know, he's but I, I beg to differ with that. The reason why, but I did say that in, conjun- in conjunction with the fact that the Nike thing came up. I didn't feel any way about it until the Nike thing came up and then it was all over the place. He but you don't think they used the him? Of course they used him, but they leaked it that he was already, he already had a deal with them before that campaign dropped. That bothered me. So when everybody's like, oh, this man isn't getting paid, he was getting paid. He was getting paid like a retainer until that thing dropped. That made me feel the way. But at the end of the day, I can't get tight with anyone for how they make their bread. But it makes me feel like this this was a plot all along. Not that he's trying to profit off of it. He had to, of course, arrange himself and position himself to still eat while he was right. making his point. But I think him making the deal with Nike was the reason why he kept quiet in the mainstream. Because imagine how it would have looked now if he would have done interview after interview after interview and then later on you see that he had already made a deal with Nike to drop that bomb later. That would have made him look crazy. So he had to take one for the Right, other. it would have made him look like he plotted this out. whole time to make money. Ah, uh, uh, like it right. was arranged. Like it was arranged. But then again, I also felt like, how does that make sense when he's in the prime of his life, no matter what's going on, that man wants right. to play football. He's a young man, so he has a lot more fight. But, but when you look at the bigger picture, that football is the most still archaic, most dangerous, barbaric, I meant, sport that's still around. And there's their uh, careers are very yep. short com- compared to so other sports. And their pay, I guarantee right. Their money isn't guaranteed. So he made a play. It turned into chess real quick. Real quick. So he's looking at the bigger picture like, all right, I won't be able to play on a professional level again, but I'm going to be good for the rest of my life. That's not guaranteed with the league. Because even when they get out the league, they still are faced to live life and try to figure out what they're going to do. Because they're not, unless you have endorsements and things like that, your career is not going to always be wow, you're rich, you're famous, what have you. Even when you look at the greats from before, I don't know if you pay attention to football. Like, I've I've never really been a big big fan of the sport. I've always been a bigger fan of the (laughs) uniform. Yes, God, I can watch it on mute. I can watch it on mute. Yes, God. Go ahead, number seven. Do that again. I I don't think I don't like football at all. I like the men who play it. I like looking at them. Again, I can watch that Mm -hmm. and clean the house. But at the end of the day, (laughs) 
when you look at the bigger picture, <laughs> all the other ones, like there was one, one of my favorites was Bo Jackson. And Bo Jackson played two sports at that time. He played professional bas- uh, baseball and professional football at the time. His body was immaculate. He had more endorsements than I think of. I was a little girl when he was playing, yeah. But I was still watching how he was moving out there. I'd never seen that. And I think the next time we saw it was, was, was with Deion Sanders. I said all that to say this is they were getting endorsement after ind- endorsement. They were super famous, like ridiculously famous. And now later on in their lives, they're still just, ah, uh, in terms of wealth. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for you to be just a regular mediocre player without all the extra bells and the whistles, you still will end up with an uh, okay life. No matter what, Cat played this this whatever game and strategy he had set out for himself. He played it right, but I, that still didn't take away from but how do I you, felt. Because Nike, but do you think he did it going but, on that angle? No, no, I don't think that. I don't think that, but if I had a lot of, again, I'd much rather hear from the horse's mouth, but I understand the reason why he didn't say anything. Like I said, I have mixed emotions mm-hmm. about it because of the way it looked. We're only, all we can do is is, is rock with right. what we saw and what was right. presented to us. So if you're going to give me my dinner on a garbage can lid, it's all about presentation. It's what you get from receiving it. Maybe a lot of people didn't feel like, like, like that. You know what I'm saying? But I just, I felt a way that people really do give their attention to what they have selected memory, selective memory rather, and they really do pay in and buy into things when it's right. just popular. Stock went up how much in a day? You know what I'm saying? When you could have invested that same money into a business mm-hmm. for yourself. One thing is, I like watching these dudes. Well, I don't. I haven't watched football in I don't know how long. But I would rather even with basketball. I love basketball, but even now I'm not that into it because it's just it's not the same anymore. The rules have changed. The guys to me have gotten softer. Excuse me. It's not what it was. But I still can't waste that much amount that amount of time of my life watching people make money. I can't. I don't have the time and the patience to sit down and watch a game anymore. So for me to sit down and be like, listen, all right, cap this, cap that. I get where he was going with it. When I saw the whole campaign drop for Nike and then I saw their stocks go up or whatever, of course Nike was going to be on that side and rock with him. They know where their bread is buttered. Come on now. You think because people are walking around putting tape over their Nike check, they you're can't? already paid for it. You're already Hell paid for no. it. That's the. You gonna burn your own shit you paid for? This just, it's just, you know, it's just this kind of shit is just. You're watching how a bigot is created. When these people who are at this age, whether it be the tiki torch people or the people who want to cover up their Nike check or the fucking people who are in an apartment building and have the nerve and audacity to right, ask someone tell me what apartment you live in why can't you be neighborly the fucking nerve of these people when you see this kind of shit this is the trickle down shit so if that's the stuff you're saying out in the in the open what are you saying when you close your doors at night what are you saying around your table what are you saying so this is what the future looks like it looks bleak to me this is some wild shit the babies are getting fed burger king and mcdonald's at the white house what the fuck is next what is next i don't i don't want to know i mean we're gonna have have shamu down at the um down there by the west side highway by the intrepid he's gonna be jumping over the ships (laughs) i'm just uh, 
time, I'm just like, what else now? What else now? What else now? And it's I'm not surprised by shit anymore. I told you I want to dig up Spuds McKenzie, rest in peace, and have him run for fucking president. I'd rather vote for a dog. You want to go for block of cheese? Matter of fact, I should go for Mac. Go for Mac. Mac and cheese yep. for president and yep. vice president. I'll rock guy's hard body because at this point, this this, this it's so painful. And I'm, I'm not going to front to you. I get I get a lot of the time. Why is it that you're this and that you're that in terms of like kids and all this other stuff? I'm really looking at the world we're gonna live behind, we're gonna leave behind. I already feel like I would be unfit to leave kids in the right. fucking world. I'm now in the in the state that it's right. in right now. But this shit but is- look on the flip side and look at how involved, like I was saying, how involved the kids are getting, and they're not even. Uh, um, age to vote you know gun control they're getting involved because they realize we don't want to live in this kind of world so maybe you know eventually yes. and this is what I, I don't know I saw a meme or a status or something that said the the gen, you know the older generation the baby boomers the racists are gonna die they got what five more years they're all in their 90s I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> they will die okay then their kids, their kids yeah. are probably, you know, the same as them. But eventually, they're going to die. So if, if the younger kids are taking control now, hopefully, in two more generations, things are going to, you know, there's not even going to be categories for race because there's not even going to be that many boxes. There's, you know what I mean? Things, hopefully, hopefully. I'm so glad you mentioned that too because people need to understand that's where a lot of the outrage is coming from the fact that you just said there won't be that many boxes for race that right there is making a certain fuck it that's making white people these racist white people that's what's making them but then it's like, like why why do you feel like this do you feel like minorities are getting treated bad what what's what's the problem i feel like they're being phased out and we need to this and we need to that. And it's, it, it makes them cringe when their children are on the side of peace, like you were just mentioning. Like, get over it. These are the people we go to school with. I don't want to be in a place that everyone looks like me. It doesn't make sense. But those places still do exist. But they know within their communities that they're shrinking, right. that they're getting smaller and smaller as the days go Listen, on. And this, it's not. I don't think racism is ever going to go away. I don't think sexism is going to ever go away. But like you said, reduce. They're going to be in clusters. They're going to multiply. They're going to eventually get inbred. And they're all going to be dumb. It's already exactly. happening, and my they're going to die out. They're going to die out. So. Yeah. I'll be so real with you. I was around someone uh, in a professional setting. And we were just talking. Well, not we, they were just talking. And it was just regular, where they were just talking out loud and making mention that someone married their first cousin. And yet, (laughs) listen, they had offspring and all that. Then the guy died and the person needs to go and find another person, another man to marry, because she's still young enough to entertain someone else. And And the fact that it was their first cousin just 
slipped right off their tongue like it was just regular shit. Like, yeah, she married the guy from another yep. town over. Yep. No. Yep. First there's there's certain what? communities that that yeah. are, you know, they and what they were saying in reference to that was they wanted to keep mm-hmm. certain things mm-hmm. a certain way and they didn't branch out and that's why they pretty much kept it in the family. I was mortified, but I had to respect that this is the conversation that was happening right. around me. You understand? And that's the kind of shit that happens in other areas and people don't understand what it is to speak when you're spoken to and not speak out of mm-hmm. fucking turn because no one was speaking to mm-hmm. me directly. But there have been conversations happen and then someone comes in, speaks out a fucking turn right. because that's just the way they just feel like that's the privilege that you, for instance, I was watching this shit the other day with Amanda Seals, who I love to a degree because there's some shit that I just think she's turning a blind eye to and disappoints me with her. And I'll just say it really quickly and then we'll get back on. But the fact that she's ignored the shit that's going on with Charlotte Ho. Like, that's one of her good Ooh. people, but she never made it. I called the Charlotte Jerk, Charlotte Ho, 105. One of the puppets over at 105. Oh, why, wait, wait, wait. Brief me quickly. He was accused of drugging someone over the summer. It happened some years ago. Drugging the young lady, allegedly. And she uh, went, and, uh, like, she was uh, checked. And when she was checked, it was that she was raped but he drugged her and he left her wherever she was and long and short because she didn't go and go on the stand just like the right. person with R. Kelly the, with the young lady through. right there was he mm-hmm. took a plea he got mm-hmm. a lesser mm-hmm. charge which didn't mean that he was innocent he just right. took a lesser charge like, like a, what three month probation don't get in trouble he had to, he had to, yeah he was charged with uh giving drugs to a minor so but he was still charged it happened but he was only charged so my with thing drugs is, and not the rape that's that's the blow because because they didn't put their dna together she was checked she was in fact raped they didn't take his dna and check the dna examination wasn't done but this is listen girl i had enough for him i don't even listen to that station i don't mess with any of them Angela Yee, she makes me sick because she's a woman and sits next to that guy that's every day Info, right? and doesn't say anything. Oh, that's no, Miss Info was another person. Right, right. That's another Asian person. <laughs> yeah, that's another Asian lady. But yeah, um, she's there, doesn't say shit about it. Whole ass envy is across. He doesn't say anything. And you got daughters. All of them, the both of them have daughters. But they speak about what they want to speak about. And back to what we were saying before, when money is involved, people turn right. the blind eye. But the fact that that rat bastard was on that R. Kelly thing, talking as slick as he was, knowing that he was the, the main attraction over the summer because of what he did and because of the circles that he keeps himself in and the people that he associates with, he's able to really be out here, Matt Lowering it out, and he's cool, and nobody's saying anything about it. And Amanda Seals is one of the people that can make mention of everything going on, especially everything black. And she's never hung him out to dry. And a good—I can call him a friend of my, a friend of myself now. His name is Choke No Joke. He and I had a conversation last week. He's like one of the like—he's like a prestigious hip hop mm-hmm. videographer. And he's just like—he's like part of hip hop history. 
And we were talking last week and he was like, look, you got to understand, Ma. She needs that platform to promote anything she's doing, anything she got going on. So she would never burn that bridge. But it's not just her. You got Angela Wright, who I love too. And I respect her so much. Why do the two of them still fuck with this guy? But listen, man, I don't even know. I think I forgot my point. But I, the fact that Amanda Seals turns a blind eye to certain shit, that bothers me. But she speak, ah, that's where I was going with that. Last week she had a set. She was performing somewhere and this white woman got up and interrupted her set. Mm-hmm. She's a comedian. Get up and walk up on the stage and just start About. talking. Just the, she was drunk and just started talking. And then she decided to, I'll send you the link. And she decided to just call out Angela on not, not adding women, not, not speaking about women as a collective. God. Why is it always black oh women? that She proceeded to drag that ass. And the video starts with Amanda saying, you see, your first mistake was drinking that last drink you just got. You're drunk, and I'm completely sober, so I'm ready for you. I'm gonna send you the link after this. But she went on and dragged that woman, but it it, it was bittersweet because I'm like, that's what I love her for, for always stating the facts and really giving it to whoever. But why don't you continue that no matter who? This dude was accused of drugging and raping a minor and you never once spoke about him in a negative way and neither but, did Angela Rye. But the two of them are on that show. But you know regular. when they're going to speak about it? When everything, when it's going to be popular to be on the, on, the band, bleh, on the bandwagon. You don't remember a lot of... Um, Terry Richardson, the, the photographer, was accused of, of rape and sexual assault, sexual harassment by two models. This was years ago, years ago. And he was found not guilty and he's still working and nobody's talking about it. But I bet you when other shit comes up, they're going to go back to those 10 years and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, you know, yeah, you know, that's the shit that. That's, you see, and that exactly what you just said right there was the reason why I said what I said in the first podcast of the year that I then had to rebuttal with because I thought I sounded like a sucker. Nobody called me out on it, but I just didn't like that it sounded like I was glazing over the R. Kelly thing because that's where I was coming from. That was before I seen the facts, the facts, facts throughout that six part situation. I was like, yo. They got people who have been around him for the last 25, 30 years. No one's but, ever said anything. No, it's been but in the exactly. News. But it has, no, no, wait, no, it has been spoken about. Because I remember I canceled him years ago. And that's why every song, I was like, that's disgusting. How do people still listen to him after that video came out of him peeing on the girl? And now, all of a sudden, everyone is, oh my God, I'm concerned. That was what I said. And I'm like... But that's what I said before I knew the other details. And I was disgusted by me sounding like I was glazing over it because I was mortified when I seen the rest of it. And the biggest part was, yo, everyone's talking about, oh, did you see the video? Oh, did you see the video? Nobody wanted to make mention that we were watching kitty porn. That shit was, that's fucking ridiculous. And then going back on the whole Charlemagne and and this whole trend of, of men and I feel like it's because men are forgiven. They do time out for a couple of months, whatever the case is, and they're allowed back in. They're allowed to make movies. And it's like you are literally, you know, the rapist that we see in the news 
that are from the street. We get angry that they're let out and they're they did their sentence six months and they're let out in in um, society. But you're doing the same thing, but they're only fa- they're famous. So it's because they're allowed back in. Because can you imagine if an actor got all his endorsements, everything cut off, no more money, and you're banned for life? I can imagine. I can imagine it, but it would oh, it would but all I'm be saying, a dream. Imagine if if that was the punishment. How many men would would they would still have the urge? I'm pretty sure, but would double would of double course. think is it is it worth it? But because they know that they can get away with it, and it's sit on it a little right. bit, they'll put you on timeout. You sit you sit on the side for a bit. They're gonna right. take you out the game just for a little. Like look at, back look, at look at this. Look at Kavanaugh, right? It happened a long time ago. It happened a long time ago. But then if a woman brings something up, it's like, oh, that was a long time ago. Get over it. Mm-hmm. Ha. Mm-hmm. Look, at the end of the day, man, you just you just called it out. When it's them, when it's men, you get a little time out. You're looked upon differently than a woman. It is what it is. And when you look at the bigger picture and the caliber that these men hold, like the level of success, it's like, I think that's what, well, come on, give them a chance. Right. It's always a chance. It's always a Look at the law and order guy. I want to know now. Are they going to take that shit off TV? They're going to take off every single episode that he produced off TV? Are they going to, what are they going to do? Because it's like they pick right. and they choose who gets yep. treated how. And who gets punished by Look how at the much? The Yankees, the Yankee player. I don't remember what his name was. He just got um, arrested for multiple child <coughs> um, sexual assault, and the 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 youngest was four years old. Yankees, mm-hmm. a Yankee player, professional baseball player, who's out here and listen, listen, man. Again, they pick right. and they choose. Right. gets punished and for how long and I just can't take the hypocrisy with that kind of nonsense right. I can't take it and that's why I like the fact that I have something like this where we can speak this free because at the end of the day no matter who you are when it comes to this whole the gender thing the gender against the genders like male listen we get accused of complaining for every little thing we do we do but when you come up and you say Listen, I don't think I've ever seen, well, of course it was Anita Hill, but I don't think I've seen anyone exemplify that kind of courage that Dr. Blasey Ford did with that Kavanaugh thing. She sat there, she endured, I think, one of the most jittery, nervous, ridiculous moments mm-hmm. of her life because not only are you in a serious situation, the the kind of questioning that she mm-hmm. underwent. It wasn't quite. It was, it was a interrogation. It was, um, yes. Okay. Okay. The interrogation. And then you have to deal with things that just didn't fit into that kind of setting. Like they use certain kinds of humor that I just thought was just downright. It just didn't fit in. It wasn't for the time and a place. It's ridiculous. And it's, yo, it's, this is America, yo. And meanwhile, this is crazy. Meanwhile, um, you get, five years well not anymore hopefully but for dealing weed but a rapist can't can't even get here are we are we are we gonna are we gonna spill in to what a lot of my people were calling 
the first black president's era again? Are we gonna? Cause that rat fuck was the worst thing we ever see, ever. And we still have people in jail for weed right. cases. But Today. thankfully, um, some states are reversing that. And I do know, I, I believe New York State is one of them. Has it happened I, here? I don't know if it's, or I think it's, it's in the, the works. Um, but it, if it becomes legalized in New York, yes. Um, but yeah, but it, it's just, it's. That's ridiculous. That's going on. It's just a bunch of hypocrisy and a bunch of double standards. Because look at this young lady who finally got clemency. Why the hell did she have to stay that long to get clemency to begin with? They were gonna set up for life, life for for self defense. And you know, and and you know, I I thought about that. And the thing is, they do not take into account the trauma that these victims face. So even if he was sitting on the couch, not even touching her, the fact that she went through all this at a young age, she is so fucked up and has not had any treatment. And then she's been in jail. So, you you know, they... The jail treatment on its own, you deserve some treatment for. But I'm saying the reason that behind the killing wasn't that she's a crazed killer, but the trauma and and all this other, like... uh, they don't take it. It just pisses me off. Imagine what it had to right. get to for her to get to, to that kill. Point, you know, to we all say life. like, "Oh, I'll kill somebody," but I always think about it. I don't know, honestly, if I, God forbid, God forbid, if I was ever robbed, raped, I don't know if I'd be able to stab someone in the neck and self. Yeah, but you never know. Right, face and because that. I'm like, you know, ooh, exactly. So. You can't ever, you can't ever say I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that because I've been in certain situations where I've always been like, this is going to be the way I do it. And it's so much easier said than done. It's so you, you really cannot speak on anything until you've been through it or at least try to empathize. Steph, Steph, Steph. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. I'll be right back. All right, we got it together. Yo, the Alphabet Boys are trying, girl. They're trying. Whether it's the CIA, FBI, one of them is trying. It's fine. You could join the conversation. Stop disconnecting us. To Big Bird. We're talking real stuff here. Clowns. (laughs) Anywho, girl, new year, new situation. We see what's happening. What do you have planned? What do you what do you plan to do in this new year in terms of make trying to make some kind of difference? Like Well, I kind I kind of cheat with that because I tell my I kind of tell myself I work in a shelter. I'm a case manager. I help people every day. So I feel like that's my little portion in. Um, But honestly, I feel a little defeated because, you know, when when he first got became president, I was all fired up. I was protesting and this and, you know, statuses and all this stuff. And, you know, nothing has changed. And now it's like, what's the point? You know, there's one more year left. He's not 
he didn't get impeached. He's not getting impeached because he still has people backing him up. So I just feel like I'm doing what I can do, which is try to focus on my clients and get them out of shelter so they can start some kind of semblance of a life. Um, And honestly, the only thing that they talk about in terms of this presidency is that he's a racist and now because of the SNAP benefits. But other than that, they don't have time to focus on all this other shit because they're, they're trying to get their shit. So long story short, I'm going to keep doing, you know, I'm going to keep working. Um, but in, you know, in terms of, of this whole mess, just the only thing I could do is just keep educating people, ignorant people and trying to open their eyes or push up against, push up against them in terms of, um, calling them out on their shit. Hmm. So I feel like make people make people be more accountable. With more you, accountable yeah? and also like, hey, do you know what you just said is fucked up, racist, sexist, mm-hmm. wrong? Because now yep. it's I don't feel not ashamed, but I don't feel a way about it. Um like, ooh, I shouldn't cross that line because fuck that shit. Um fuck that. You see, even with that particular situation, we're, we're having clear. Why, the, why would you feel? Oh, I can't cross that line. Please, let's let's because this is the shit people don't want to fucking talk about. And this is the reason why we we are in shambles because people communicate. We don't talk about this shit. Why would you feel like there's a line that you can't cross? Right. And I'm asking. Oh, you. what? Um, I mean, in, in terms of like what I say. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm talking about what you just said. You said instead of walking on eggshells, so to speak, and there's a oh, line. Oh, like, I can't cross know, the line. I can't that, tell someone that, racist that, you this, um, you that. Right, Fuck that, that shit. Professional type of line, or not even professional. Just about like, I don't want to ruffle feathers. So I don't want to make mm. um, a situation awkward between me and this person because either they're family, friend, um, coworker, just someone that I interact with every day but i don't care anymore because at this point you know people need to people need to put up the mirror and even show people right, what the or, fuck they're I mean, doing, they know what they're doing or just kind of poking at them to kind of fuck with them so just a small example real quick story i i worked at uh, precinct. I was a domestic violence case manager in the domestic violence unit. So I work with police officers um, in the NYCHA, only NYCHA tenants. So people don't know NYCHA is the projects. Um, they have separate, it's still NYPD, but it's specifically only for NYCHA. So mm-hmm. my unit was amazing. Everybody was awesome. And I'm not just saying that because I work with them. Every there was no, I was like, there's no white people here, and that's awesome. I love that. Um, <laughs> and they were so, you know, anti-Trump. All this, they were cool. So, anyways, long story short, in the next room, um, there was a white sergeant, and he was. I called him the racist. That's how I spoke. I'm like, oh yeah, the racist is here. Oh, okay, cool. Because <laughs> even though he'll tell you that he's not racist and he loves, you know, not he loves, but he's accepted of all colors, 
Yeah, okay. Um, That's always the fucking right. speech before so, something so, offensive comes out of so somebody's he, mouth. And I ahead. usually don't try to get myself involved, like I said, because I don't want to ruffle feathers because I work in that place. But it was getting to the point. So he came out, and he used to say shit just to poke me, and that's why I didn't want to feed into it. Anyways... I wore um, a few the futurist female sweatshirt, and I prepped myself when I put it on. I said, "For what the fuck?" Right, just said? just to be prepared for the stupid remarks or you know all that bullshit. Feminist, da da da. So he said, "Oh, what if I came in and said the the future is male?" And I said, "Okay, no." And it's I said, "Okay." There. I was like, I won't, like, it's not going to bother me. Like, I don't give a fuck. So then he goes, then he switches it to, why is it okay when black people say black power, but when a white person says that, it's racist? So I asked him, I said, okay. I said, black people say that because their skin is culture. It's back, you know, it's, it's history. They're saying they're proud of their history, of their culture, of what it... Uh, represents what are you proud of to be white give me one example I said just one he goes Irish I'm Irish I said that's not white that's an ethnicity what are you proud of to be white and I said and and he couldn't say shit and I said and that's why I said the only reason you want to start is because the other side just like same thing with the women women start saying women power now the men are pushing back like nobody is challenging you but why what is it and I told him I said the history of saying white power is fucking racist like you're literally saying I am just proud of the color of my skin and he didn't say shit he didn't have an answer so I ruffled a few feathers but I made him feel fucking stupid and that was amazing this is the thing. And we talked about something similar to that before we had this podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was mm-hmm. the empowering moment. And in your case, you spoke in more depth. If I would have gotten to that point, because at one point I did have to mm-hmm. say something. You remember mm-hmm. what I told you I said in my particular situation, it was, <laughs> it ended up being a life or death and it wasn't worth it in the right. position that, that I was That's in. what I was going to say. You understand what I mean? Difference. For me, I was able to speak without fear of losing my job, losing a client, losing, you know, the only thing is he would not talk to me and that would have been fine. But I told you, I worked in corporate and I worked in corporate during the election and I had to bite my tongue. I mean, I did lash out a couple times, but not, not. <laughs> yo, 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 Steph. At the, go ahead, fin- not, finish your not, thought because you're taking me back. I'm having right. flashbacks of where I was during right. the election. And, and I never want to go back and and not even just the just um you know calling people out on racist shit or sexist shit. No, sexist shit. It was a lot of sexual harassment that I didn't open my mouth about. And now it's like I don't give a fuck. I am gonna scream so loud and point all the fingers because I'm tired. So hmm. yeah, I'm I'm. But again, the difference is you have clients that, and you are basing your income Mm. on this. And this is why I couldn't afford to lose my job. So it's like, I know what kind of person I am and I had to do what I had to do, you know, 
but it doesn't I'll be honest and I'll tell you this though before I forget this thought I had to decline working with people because of how far they went and I'll tell you this and I told you the sorts mm-hmm. of people that I deal with mm-hmm. caliber now I had one I Yo, you listeners, you can blame all these cliffhanger <laughs> moments on the alphabet boys who keep tapping in. It's, this is ridiculous now. But what I was saying was, I had two clients, male and female, and they both were just ridiculous where I had to discontinue working with them. And yes, that was my income, but I couldn't continue on with that. And if you can believe it, it was worse than yeah. what I explained to I you I believe earlier. it. No, I, but that's but that was your lashing out. Just like I with, said, there was times with, I had to lash out. With, with the male, he tried to get me to agree to be his side woman. Oh. Yes, girl talking about putting me up in a situation, taking care of me, and all this other stuff because the person that he's with can't reproduce anymore, and he blah, 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 blah. And blah. I couldn't believe the Wait shit. Wait a minute. He wanted to also make you have babies? Yes. Oh, I was going to say, I, I maybe would have been with that hole because I need Wait. my bills paid. All the... <laughs> kept on repeating the fact that you would have to be someone that's in the shadows. You got to hear the verbiage that was being used. You're going to basically, you're going to be the backdoor woman. This is what your job is. I can never acknowledge these kids that do, oh, do you hear oh. this crazy? Then, baby? Okay, then, oh, the point? There was a show on Showtime called the Feast of All Saints no. where uh, they were talking about when the French and the Haitians had their fight and the people that were shipped off to New Orleans and they were considered to be the free people of color. I, this is what's going through my mind while this disgusting ingrate saying what he's saying to me. And then on a, on a little bit lighter note, I had a, a female situation where she said to me, and this was supposed to be a compliment. Oh God. Hear this. I don't want- You know, <laughs> I feel very comfortable when we work with each other I'm glad that not too many of your people know how good you are because if they did, I wouldn't be able to work with you. I Once I heard your people... What, what does that even mean? Well, you see, that's how I know we are cut from similar cloth because I turned over my right shoulder and said, what does that mean? No, so like, was that I uncomfortable space? What does that mean? Like, if okay, she went in and then put her, the other foot in her mouth. And I'm just saying that's when that jittery you can tell from the body language they're uncomfortable. I'm just kidding. I'm, it's, it's the same context of when someone says something and they say, I'm just joking. No, the fuck, you're not. No, no, the fuck, you're not. She went on to say. You know, people like you, more people like no, you. I'm like, I, I don't I meant, understand. What did she mean by if your people knew how good you if were? If more people in a profession, if more, this is what the clown was saying. If more professional black people who work in the same sector that I work uh-huh. in knew about me, they would book me and work with me more 
and if they work with me more, I won't be available oh, to work okay. with her. Oh, okay. I took it. I took it as a. I took it as her saying, "If more black people knew how good and professional you are, she couldn't fuck with you anymore." That's why. I was- that's to me. That's in the same fucking boat. But what she meant was, if people. No, no. Okay. That- okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then little, little by little, and this is first off, I'm driving one of the most expensive fucking cars I've ever drove in in my life. She's saying this fuck shit, and I'm listening to her. And then when the awkward silence is there, right. because I didn't say much after they explained themselves, they go on and say, "Cause I understand that not everyone can afford this kind of." Right. Us they make the right. They do the excuses to make themselves feel better. So to your point, there are times when you do have to as a as a person has told me recently and i laughed about it sometimes you gotta put your penis on the table (laughs) (laughs) sometimes you gotta gotta get slapped on the table to make your point yeah and as uncomfortable as it makes people feel you gotta just put it out there i know we're talking about sexual harassment or what have you and that wasn't in good taste just now but you get what i mean but but yes that put your pictures on the table, but yeah, yeah. You that's it because you know what? I would be just as much as a of a sucker if I pretended like I knew or just let them slide through that disgusting shit. Because if I didn't make mention of it, they would they would continue on with that behavior with me, or they would do it to someone else. Right. And they will. And what but they will. Of course. Listen, even today I saw with the situation that I'm working with. Mm-hmm. I saw there are other people who work with a particular group of people and they move around like, oh gosh, the way they move around is like head down, don't make eye contact, right. won't this, won't that. I show up, you know, Steph, you already know me, right. okay? But at the end of the day, if we're working, we're working. I don't have to work and then behave like a servant. I'm providing a service. Mm-hmm. I'm not a servant. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? If there's a difference in that, you know what I mean? But you get what I mean. I don't have to behave a certain way or be a yes person or accept your fuck shit. Right. No matter how disrespectful it is, just because we have a business relationship. So I get what you're where you're coming from when you said you had to step out of the corporate sector. Girl, I I dealt with the most rat bastards who were taking knees in the place that we worked in together. That was one of the worst situations mm-hmm. I had ever been in. And I learned, and I'm sorry for the family members who I love so much who are listening into this. We're grown people here. I learned a lot of awesome oral sex tips from men at that job. At that job, the way that they were going in and handling stuff and the way that they were just going around and just sucking people off, Steph, for a promotion, mm-hmm. acting people. It was a disgusting environment that we were in there. And there was a lot of, like, those kinds of comments that were made, believe it or not, in that place, too. It's in a certain, in a, at a certain level, and the way that they dealt with the associates there, the way that they would speak about them and write them up for personal feelings. And it was just ridiculous. It was disgusting. There was a, a person who was on my level in there and he was leaving. Caucasian guy. You probably remember him if I, I don't even have no pictures of this clown and I was never. Was he, was he nerdy and had glasses? Yes, glasses. You know exactly That's who I'm talking about. we were talking about earlier. Remember, I was like, is he white? And you said, no. That's... 
no, 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 no. Hell no. Okay. No, hell no. So I, I know who you're talking about. He was like. That guy was leaving. And I remember we were sitting in the office and this dude was there. At, when he, and he was leaving the job. When he was leaving the job, he let his beard grow out and all kinds of shit. And he was just looking like scruffy.com. And I was like, you know, you know, you come in, even though I don't, I'm not, you know, friends with people, I'm friendly with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Walk into the damn office. This guy had a bunch of papers just lined up. He already gave in his notice and he was leaving. This sucker was there writing up people. And I was like, I, I didn't say anything about it. I was like, yo, what's going on here? I'm like, aren't you leaving? So he was like, yep. And he looks back down at the papers. I'm like, what are you doing? Because he goes, some, I'm right now. Some people are just fucking dicks. He's, these were his words, though. I'm writing up the associates that I hate the most before <laughs> I leave. He wanted to make their lives a living hell before he leave. That's that sucker shit that I can't fuck with. And you know exactly who I'm talking about, too. So I don't know. You probably didn't know him on that level, but I watched him do that to people. And I'm like, yo, you sucker. Okay, but I... Not that I'm saying that I would do that now... But I am petty, and it depends how far you take me. First that you got a problem. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I don't want to say. I'll tell you on a, on a different phone call because I can get in trouble. No, we're not doing that. That's why we have to have the pre, you know what I'm saying, pre-game situation. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're not calling out company names who are not cutting no check for us. We're not calling names. We're not putting ourselves in compromising situations. I mentioned that past situation, but I didn't even mention the company. So then I'm but not, I mentioned okay, but but I, I got petty recently, like real petty. No, 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 no. Don't do that to yourself. We'll talk later. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. Right. Especially if you're going to share this to people who know you. Right. And so, so anyways, but that's what I'm saying. I can go real petty. So I might, I might, but it, the only reason Ugh. I would, the only reason, but wait, the only reason though is you took me there. I don't do it just to do it. You took me there. So I don't know, but he sounds like a dick. So, and it was, uh, and it was, what? and it was, and it was that company. It wasn't that, like, it's not that serious. Uh, it's not that serious. This is, the, this was the point that I was trying to make. You're a scumbag. Right. That's the kind of dude that will fuck with you, slap just, you. Just two, just two. Oh, do all the fucking flagrant shit, spit on your mother's shoes, all of that, and then call the cops. Sucker. Job turkey. I know, I know one of those very well. Very, very well. Uh, Unfortunately, we do. Let me tell you something. I think I'm probably one. Of, I'm the happiest now because I had to do a lot of cleaning in my life. Because unfortunately, I knew too many suckers like that. Yep. And I'm not even ashamed to say because my life is an open book. I don't care at this point. I don't give a fuck because those who met, you know, those who you know care don't matter, and those who you know mm-hmm. matter don't. You know, mm-hmm. sh- whatever the hell the shit is, you know what I mean. But I don't give a fuck about that. But at the end of the day, people do shit like that. You can't be around people who do fuck shit like that. Because if they're gonna do stuff like that, your days are numbered where they're gonna try you right. on that same kind of nonsense. Right. Even family members, I had to put a few on the shelf, yeah. yo. Yeah. Anything that got them hanging around, my god, is DNA. Yep. That's and when I say hanging around. I mean, in the sense of that's the only reason why you probably still have a number in my phone. Right. That's just I want to know when the fuck you're calling. 
that's it. I don't fuck with you because I can't be around that because there are people who misconstrue even the fact that you're blood Yep. for the fact that they could do fuck shit. Right. And I can't be around it. I had a family member in the last couple of months admit to me that they support Cheeto 45. Look, listen, man, the phone call started lessening up on my end. I'll admit it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, I get it. I know. I, I 100%. How the fuck do you support this person? I said, so that means all these years I've been supporting you and getting you out there to vote and all this other shit, we haven't been trying to fight for the same shit. Right. All these years. But, again, and I'm so but, but, but wait, but going on that thought, you could still support someone that doesn't have the same opinion, but the difference of now, of Trump, is that it's not about being Republican and being on the same side, Democrat, Republican. It's not about the parties anymore. It's about what he stands for. So it's good that you got him out and voting, even though you might not vote on the same things. But the fact that after everything, the campaign came out, it wasn't about, oh, he's a Republican. I don't support him. It's about... That's not what it is. It's about morals and, and all that. The thing was, they couldn't explain the reason why they backed him, and for that ignorance right there, that that I too, to the fuck back. I got so frustrated. Right. I'm like, so you're telling me you're fighting tooth and fucking nail, and you can't, you can't even explain right. the reason why. And if I hear one more, well, the reason why I voted them into office and the reason why I support them is because they're gonna bring more jobs. What fucking jobs are you talking right. about? Right. So you you're rocking with a crew, and with this particular person and other people who are around them they they like to go with the resistance that's that's just how they fuck around if, they, if you don't fuck with something they want to fuck with it just because you don't fuck with it no matter what like you say you say I red they say blue you say all ah, that's it and i can't fuck with that shit is too precious so especially because of where i held the person in my life i was so disappointed right. so it's not i have republican friends right. hell right. i work with loads of republican people right. We've talked about that. Loud and proud too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but because of their tax bracket and different shit like that, they can tell you the reason why they fuck with what they fuck with. Right. When you can't come to me with a real reason right. behind this shit, aside from popularity and shit like that, I was I was just throw I was blown away that you can know someone almost your whole life and you don't know them at all. Right. Listen, at this point, I, I, the whole cutting people out of your life, I've been on that. That's why I have such a tiny little circle, and I'm fine with that because... You just keep inventory. <laughs> but I was, you know, and it's funny, I'm, I'm happy that we're talking today because I feel like my day is, is going on this theme because I literally was talking to a client, and I told her if, and we were talking about men, but this is just in general... If something is not adding to your life, drop it. Why are you adding something to your life that is not enriching it, not making you better, but holding you back or just dead weight or making your life more, um, more complicated? So that's my mindset with everything. And I don't care if we know each other 20 years, 30 years. If we're at the point where I feel like you're whatever it is you're doing is is affecting me badly i am so quick to cut you off i cut off my my best friend we 10 years i was supposed to be the maid of honor in her wedding and 
I just, at, you know, it came to a point where I said, I can't do this anymore. And I, I stopped talking to her. I disengaged. And, I, and I'm very fast to do that because, again, I'm at a point where if you are not adding to my life, I am not wasting my time and family or not. And after this election, I did. That's exactly it. It's I feel bye. Goodbye. You know, just in general. Though. I mean, the election is one thing, but just in life, right. when you start realizing anyone who's not adding to your life is literally taking away from it. Right. And it's dead weight. You're pulling dead weight. Life is tough enough to get through yep. mentally alone. I'm not about to listen. It is to the point where there was someone who called me up after realizing that I stopped calling them. And that's that's the fuck shit that I can't deal with. So when your opening statement after calling me after a long time of me checking for you, checking for you, and I, I then I caught the fucking trend. I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna keep on this. So your opening statement, oh, I haven't heard from you. I haven't seen any calls from you. So you you were seeing the missed calls and all of that. Right. And you still weren't fucking around. So first off, I'm no sucker. Let's be real here. All right. But then you come out and you're, you're talking your shit and then I had to just let it out. Like, you know what? And a lot of people who know me on a personal level as of late, who if I do talk to you on a regular basis and you do listen to this podcast, they know what I'm about to say right now is I told them I'm on this new program and it's working great for mm-hmm. me. What do you think the next question was, Steph? Um, another brain fart? What was the next question? What? what? Come on. Am I, Come on, am Steph. I in the program? No. They asked me what the program was. Oh, and I told them it was a little something like this. Oh, it's called Mind Your Fucking Business. And it's been working great for me. It's been working great fantastic like a dream no drama i figured my shit out because you know what i realized when i went through whatever i went through if i was going through something my problems were my problems and i was taking on other people's mm-hmm. shit like it was mine mm-hmm. yep it's time for me to whatever who no one's concerned like that right. no one's concerned so i can't be concerned with other people's shit when they don't even give a bit i had a motherfucker say to me Yo, I'm not hearing from you. I got that from a few people. Like, yo, I'm not hearing from you. I'm like, oh, well, you know, everybody's busy. Everybody's doing what they got to do. You know what I mean? Like, look at you and I, stuff. We barely talk. Mm-hmm. We don't talk often. Mm-hmm. We talk more, like, from comments here and their social media, whatever. But whenever I do talk to you, it's all love because I got nothing. My heart is clean with you. I got nothing with you. You know what I'm saying? And you got nothing with me in terms of anything negative. Nothing's not. It's, it's love. It is what it is. Right. We probably go a year or so and not talk and it'll still be the same. But when I said to this person, like, yo, people are busy, this motherfucker said, well, you know, until I'm not busy. Because I see you're here. I see you're there. You're checking my social media and seeing that I'm places and you feel away because I didn't call you to go there or whatever. It's some petty shit. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, keep calling me. I'll be available at some point. Right. You talking to a grown woman like that? Get the fuck out of here. I just, and yeah, again, going, going on <laughs> in, like the whole theme of bragging about doing something good. Like you, he just called you to ask you why you didn't reach out instead of saying, oh my bad, I haven't reached out in a while. X, Y, Z. That's cool. Somebody stumbling in front of me too much to drink but my thing is this that's what you call 
what do you call it, man? When you pass off the responsibility, I'm, I'm saying this not, wrong. Not having, not having accountability. Pushing off accountability to someone else and not not having you're right and i'm not taking the blame for stupid shit like that if somebody wants to be in your life they will right they'll make people make time for the things that they want to do yep tell me people are working full-time job every fucking day but we but social media is always flooded though right how you find time to do all this shit so holiday weekend Bird Box. I don't even. I, I knew it was a movie, but how did people find that much time to do all this new parodies and all this other shit? Make costumes because they wanted to make time for that. Right. Listen. Again, I deal with this with my clients. They make time to to do certain things that they want to do, and they don't. If they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. So you can't make people do something. But if they, it's a priorities it's not about you can't do it or i don't want to do it it's what you put as your priority this is right this is right you're making if you want if you want to do it you'll do it just like the drug addicts that don't work and have no money i'll tell you they go find that money because they want so when you want something you go get it when you want that friendship when you want that relationship that communication you will make sure that you're it's it's being handled and if it's and for and you groom it and you you nurture it or whatever and that's the thing like at that listen Steph and I mean this from the bottom of my heart there are people that I share blood with that I know for a fact I will never speak to again in life and I'm fine with it really fine with it it is what helps with my mental health. I cannot be around people on a regular basis just because yep. we're related. That shit, it doesn't make sense and it's not healthy to you as a person. Let's just say the person that you're around is a negative person. That negative energy is not healthy yep. for you. So yeah, I'm going to acknowledge you. Yeah, we're family, what have you, but then you keep it moving. You were born by yourself. You got to keep moving and do your thing. Whatever makes you feel empowered and keeps you going like the kind of work that you do it's not easy work dealing with people and the situations that they deal with if you had to go home to a negative atmosphere at home and then go back into that kind of pool every day what would that do to you as a well person? i can actually speak on that because i'm in that situation <laughs> um honestly though i'm i'm really good at separating so i could separate myself but it's it's tough it's fucking hard because you have you know you're coming home it's a safe haven but you still are affected by the people that are living in the same vicinity Mm. girl this is it. This is why every now and then you need a purge. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. And if people only understood, this is me really. Yeah, it's uncut talk, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to put anything out there. And I already told you, like, when, we don't do that. If we're speaking on a personal phone call, we're speaking, and that stuff doesn't cross the line. But it's tough. It's tough. And that's why I, I created this podcast, because I want people to be able to come out here and just be so, just be comfortable, come clean, be open. You know what I mean? Say what you want to say without feeling like, ah, can't mm-hmm. go there. No. Who the fuck wants to live like that? Real life is happening around us every day. 
every day. So you should be able to say what you want to say, how you want to say it, and feel cleansed mm-hmm. when you're done. But you you should. But I'm I'm trying to keep this mindset, and I feel like whoever's listening, don't don't let another person dictate how you feel. You know what I mean? And this is for everything. If you feel like you are going out and you have this amazing outfit on and you look so good and one person makes a stupid comment, that, you know, usually for me at least, the comment goes over and over in my mind. But I'm trying not to let that bother me because I don't want anybody, I feel how I feel. Nobody else should tell me how I should feel. So with the negative situations, with things that you can cut off, cut it off. The things that you can't, try to not let it affect you. Just be in your own head. Be, you know, do what you got to do. As long as it's not harming you physically or emotionally, you know, try. Uh, You know, I think it's a great note for us to wrap up on. And let me tell you something. I've lived by a certain mantra for years now. And it's been, it's worked. And especially because, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I would like to think that I'm one of the most secure people I've ever met in my life. But at the end of the day, what you just said was very powerful. And I've always lived by the words of he who ang- he or she who angers you owns you. Right. And I, I refuse. I refuse to do that. And I had to say that to someone who is like, like really close to me recently, recently. I mean, as recent as like the day after our birthday, <laughs> like it was uh-huh. bad. And I had to say it like that. And the fact that I laughed it off and said, man, I am not going to be bothered by this. And what my exact words were, I'm not going to allow you to make me upset. Right. And me saying that made them go off the off the Richter. Right. So that right, that right there showed that me getting angry at certain times was fueling something in this person. And if it takes someone being in a, in a horrible position for you to get fueled, mm-hmm. you need help. It is what it is. Steph, let me tell you something, girl. I love you too much. Thank you so, when, so much for taking Can I put that. one more quote out there? One more little stupid, inspirational, corny? I recently read, um, people don't perceive things as you are. They perceive things as they are. So when you're in a situation and you're not seeing eye to eye or something came out the wrong way, I always try to think, all right, I'm feeling away because it's how I feel. It might not be how they meant it. So always think about, you know, people are always in their own world. They're not in yours. Hmm. So that's that's what I wanted to just input. And then they need to get back to back to life, back <laughs> to reality. <laughs> I thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing with everyone. Thank you for always being so transparent and so real, girl. I try, I try. You do, you do, you do. You're too sweet, and you know this is not going to be the last time that you're here. So thank you so so much for taking the time and speaking to me and my people. We appreciate thank you. you. So you take care of yourself and have a good remainder of the week. Okay. I will. Good night. All right. Respect to Stephanie, a.k.a. Steph. Thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks for speaking on so many different issues that people may not be aware of and things that 
we all know are happening but like we mentioned during our podcast you know some people just pretend like they don't know what's happening but thanks so much for always having real life conversation with me I appreciate it all the time and as I always say this is your podcast too and I would love to have you back another time thanks so much people this is America this is what's going on this is what's happening this is what's going on in plain sight and as we made mention, people are pretending like it's just not happening. And I guess that's the band-aid that everyone puts on this huge gaping wound that we are all experiencing right now. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting from the things that are in the headlines to human trafficking to the leader of the free world having to get on camera and try to get people to believe that he's not a spy it's just ridiculous it's, every situation is worse than the last and it's about time that we talk more about things it's just it's necessary so I don't know what else to say it's just we could have gone on with that podcast for actually real talk another hour maybe two you know but we just don't have that much time but this is it people just if you think it can't get worse it always does. And I hate to say it like that, but it just seems like we're just living inside of one huge comedy skit. It's ridiculous, but it's all real life. So just be aware. That's it, people. So you know how it is. Be positive like the blood type. And remember that your time is your most valuable commodity. Don't waste it for everyone. Cheers, people.